Hey guys, welcome to the Roundtable episode 78. I am Jenny Walker, the social media ministry leader here at Life Church, and this is Mike Hill, our pastor, lead pastor. <laughs> what is so funny? Nothing. Nothing. I feel like this is like a script now. Yeah, I know. You That's laugh and I say what? No, I'm just like I'm trying to figure out which title I would get this week. I know. I, and I always want to say Pastor Mike, and you're always like, no, I'm no, just Mike. Please. And I'm like, Mike's good. It's like, Pastor you Mike. Like, no, um, it's yeah, titles and me are not. I feel like that's what we're used okay. to, though. Yeah. Used to what? Like calling somebody a pastor. Because yeah. that's what was expected. We went to the same church forever. We did. We've you lived. Meaning like somebody wanted you to call yes. them that? Yes. Like if you didn't, they would be upset. Yes. Offended. No. no. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes, that's yes. correct. Oh, <laughs> Very correct. Gosh. Yes. That's a problem. Yeah. I feel like that's a problem. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like you have to have those titles. No, like, doesn't at all. even really matter. And I'm not even saying from a pastor's perspective. I'm saying like for a doctor any, or yeah, so yeah. Like, do you really need to be called yeah. the doctor? Pride of life, I think that's what it is. Very. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with anyway. you. Anyway. So I'd rather just be Mike. Yeah. That's I like to call I'm you doing. Mike. Huh? It would be weird to call you Pastor Mike now, but in the beginning <laughs> I wanted to. Yeah. And I, yeah. 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 So now it'd now be it's so weird. Much easier, just now so. I like calling you senior pastor. <laughs> 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 just rolls off the tip of my tongue. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know why. And our special guest. <laughs> and our special guest. Yes. We go way back. <laughs> yes. Brenda Williams. Do you really go way yes. back? Yeah. So well, I don't know. Like, give me the way back story. Well, I mean, you knew me before I knew you yes. because of my parents. I bought her parents' house actually on yes. Madison Street. Oh, that's right. I, I knocked forgot on about the door that. and yeah, they yeah. So that all. So I the house that I grew up in from like four to um, middle school or high school. It began, no, it'd been middle school, but <laughs> she bought. Yes. Okay. But I know her mother and her father yeah. real well. Mm-hmm. Um, so. And I hope Jenny was in addiction when my daughter was in addiction. Right. So we we were crazy people, me and your mom. And, and my dad. dad breaking you guys into cry drug houses, crying in Walmart. Yeah, frozen aisle. Were Pray, you crying yes. in the frozen aisle at Walmart? Frozen for vegetable my, aisle, yeah. Yeah, praying for my dad. What was it, the frozen vegetable <laughs> aisle? We just ran into each other, and, our, and we couldn't help our daughters. And when oh, you're trying, and you don't even know where they are. Okay. You just pray they get arrested or, you know— you do pray they get arrested? Yes, oh, yeah. absolutely. Really? Because mm-hmm. you know where they are. Yeah, you know they're safe. And Wow. So um, you had no idea? Like, no. that's how it works? Like, you just hide from people? When yeah. You're, and yeah, then you, when they would come home, or at least Chelsea, I mean, you just sleep. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, yeah. And Ginny stayed at my house before. At I my did. My old house. Yes. Yeah. So when I was in a different program, the Dream Center, Mm -hmm. uh, she had us over and (laughs) she let us watch cool movies because we were only allowed to watch pure flicks. (laughs) And what did we watch? Probably one of the worst ones. I don't know. It was the Johnny Cash one. (laughs) The what? The Johnny Cash. Wasn't it Johnny Cash? Uh, Walk the Line. Walk the Line. That's new, isn't it? Yeah. A few years ago. Yeah. Like 2019. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She came out and helped me with the deer and Mm -hmm. yeah. The deer loved me. Mm-hmm. So you were involved with the Dream Center, yes. and then the Dream Center would have people have people to their house. No, no, no. Oh. I was just involved with the church, and oh, okay. I wanted the girls to just come out. Oh, you know? got it. And that was allowed, depending I on guess. who you were. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They really didn't have rules, though. The Dream yeah. Center didn't have. Rules. I mean, they did, but it was not like the main Dream Center, like a. 
like the main one in like California. Yeah. Like, you know, they're building one actually in Indianapolis. Who? The Dream Center, like the actual one. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. They bought um, a or not bought, but one of the main hospitals. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but they St. Francis, I think it is. Is, it, is that in I, Indy? Yeah, it's in Indy. They but. donated their whole entire hospital because they're about to downtown. They're about to rebuild. St. Francis or Methodist? Not sure. Okay. It's one, yeah, one of the hospitals. Okay. But the Dream yeah. Center is like a national. It, people go under their name, so they're under that umbrella. Right, is what it is. So. But okay. it's actually like a because so they're going to use that whole entire hospital and fill it with like homeless people, mm-hmm. families. Um, they do a lot of outreach programs. They do a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so the way back is through friendship, addiction. Hunting them down. Yeah. Yeah. Jenny actually went out and helped you with the animals. Yes. Yes. Yeah. How did that go? Great. We just, it was really muddy then because it was was raining. Yeah. And what did she do? I gave them marshmallows. She fed them just So she didn't help. (laughs) That's what I was trying to get to. That is helping. There is no way. I am the animal whisperer. Jenny Walker is out there darting and treating animals. She didn't do that. So when you said help, it was zoo. Like she went out as a zoo keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Look at their face. Make sure they're not sick. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Like cleaning? Like cleaning or something? I do that at the kennels when I work. What? You would actually be really impressed with my life out there. I'm oh, telling weird. you. Oh, when I clean the kennels for where um, Roman came from. <laughs> okay. So it's like a kind of like a farm kennel sort of in a way. Like that's what it reminds me of. Like she has horses mm-hmm. and a goat. And I saw a goat on a horse the other day and I'd never seen that in my <laughs> life. It was when it was so like. you go out and muck stalls. Oh man, do I ever. Yeah. Okay. Clean up a ton of poop. Well, so are you one of the people that when you go out and work, you like dress up to work? <laughs> Like you have these you, boots like, that are like, you know what I mean? Well, you I mean, see people like this. With the blue hunter boots yeah, that are like, They come yeah. out and they're like, I got my bibs on yeah. and my mother boots. And I'm like, that is like a city girl walking into you, the into You the might farm. want some car hearts. I mean, I step in a lot of poop. Huh? I step in a lot no, of poop. I know, but I just have this vision of you not out there and just like real work clothes. Like you have get up. Probably. Are they pretty rain boots or are they muck boots? They're, they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like I donated them to my work work shoes. Yes. They're like a normal pair of Chelsea boots. Who's Chelsea? <laughs> well, they're the name of the boots. It's oh. a name so brand it's pretty not boot. Muck no, it's not <laughs> even like a work boot or a rain yeah, boot or no, anything. Right. So you're just out there. It's just a boot. Yeah. 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 So, so you're taking Instagram photos of you and making sure like no. farmer Jenny. <laughs> no. Right? What? No, I don't take Instagram pictures out there. Why not? Because I'm wearing gloves because I'm touching poop. Well, actually, I'm not really touching you're it. Not touching poop. But you're I know, a but I just I, I know I can't. When I leave, I have to take a shower. <laughs> Like, it's just the weirdest feeling. I have, like, serving and, you know, working and, like, around food. I could not shower for days, but when I leave. (laughs) Anybody that goes to Jenny's house, there is no hygiene when she's serving you food. There is now. There is now. But, like, just um, just the different environments of how you feel when you, like, don't you feel that way? I was actually thinking about that the other day. Like, after you feed the cows, don't you feel that way? Which way? Tell dirty, how, like yeah, works. dirty, dirty, huh? like dirty, uh, like no. or when you clean their poop no. or anything, no, because you're used to it. I mean, it's just like haven't you ever heard the story of like the people that come out and work there and they get the the craps and no. the diarrhea? Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's this like 
when you're handling baby calves, like some people I get it. I've never got it. I remember you, know? you saying So, I mean, that. I'll like, like if a calf dies, we have to post them. So you'll cut them open, pull everything out, decide what they died from, take pictures of the lungs, liver, You pancreas. decide that? Yeah. I mean, you're a doctor. From a veterinary, yes. if you yeah. work with animals, you, yeah. you pretty much become somewhat of a vet. So I'm a vet. Huh? I work with animals. No. <laughs> I dissect poop. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'll be like cutting it open and put a dip in and just take my hands <laughs> off, wipe my hands off. and You just get used to it. Yeah, I it's mean, just, it's, it's no, yeah. guys. I can't even touch my watch. So yeah, if like, I'm out there, I'm not answering. Did I shower today? I don't know. I'm just going to the bed. And I mean, I had blood up to my elbows. Yeah. And I never really even thought about it. I came walking into the house and I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I had blood all over. Well, I wish I could Surprise. be Surprise. What's for supper? Yeah, no, I mean, again, it's not like I don't want to oh shower, but it doesn't, none of that stuff bothers me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. wallering in poop or. Well, handling animals and I don't feel like, ooh, I feel nasty. I think it was because I wasn't brought up living that way. See, this is, a, you want me to tell you my my theory, my medical theory. Okay, what? You know why people get sick? Because they're not used to it. No, because they wash their hands too much. Too much. Oh, yeah, okay. Because oh, yes, if you yes. don't wash your hands, then you build up this yeah. immune system mm-hmm. that's like a super immune system. Yeah. So oh, not, yeah. the, the, the cleanest, this is my theory, the cleanest people get the sickest. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just like COVID, like huh? how we're having to wear masks. I feel like the people that didn't wear masks didn't get as sick. Yeah. Or did wear, or yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so I think hand washing is overrated. So that's oh, when I the agree. COVID I don't like washing thing, my hands. And they put all those stupid sanitizers out. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck, are, do people use those things? Because everybody's <laughs> like, shake a hand and you're like, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that ain't that ain't. I only sh- wash my hands if somebody's in the bathroom with me. Like we went to the bathroom. Together, so, <laughs> so you're one of those people yes. that are like, you never wash your hands, but if you're around somebody, yeah. you're like, oh, like you sometimes because you're gonna think bad. Of yeah, me. well, sometimes when I'm at home, I'll turn the water on, like not do anything, and then walk out. Like, I don't I know why. Yeah, exactly. Whoa. I feel like a lot of people do. They just don't admit it. They don't want to admit that. Yeah. I, I don't completely admit it. I'm like, what is the... What's the point? You're not touching anything. That's what I you said. should be, at least. <laughs> Nobody shake her hands. Nobody. Yeah. From now on, Sunday morning, if you see Jenny, make sure you shake um, her hand. Or you. Listen, everybody knows it about me. No, yeah, I, I don't think they do. No, it's very well known that I don't wash my hands on a regular basis. Unless they're covered in something. Something. Okay. If they're covered in something, you know, if it's edible covered in something, I just lick it off. Well, yeah. If it's not okay. edible, then I actually wash my hands. That's good. You know, some, anyway, Brenda. That was a long hey, tangent. Listen, I used to leave my food on the table for my kids or on the stove for weeks at a time. My kids never get sick. I feel like I poisoned them. I know. Oh my gosh. I didn't know. I just, didn't know any better, but like they'll tell you, they never get sick. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, just warm it back up. So yeah, that's what I always say. It's like I it's cooked. What's the worst thing could ever happen? I know. Why do you have to like put it in the fridge yeah. and all that stuff? I really out. don't understand. Yeah, it's all Americanized. So what about milk? Can you just leave milk out too? No, I think that I might think be so. a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that might be the one thing that no matter what you do in life, <laughs> yeah, if you drink curdled milk, you might bad. you might be having okay. some yeah, so you might be having some bacterial problems in your stomach. Okay, can't get away with milk. Everything else. So anyway, Brenda, tell us a little bit about you kind of now. And then let's go back in life and tell us a little bit about your life growing up. So what's going on in the wonderful life 
Advantage. Wonderful life. The wonderful life. Yes. Well, Exciting I just had, life. I, mm-hmm. I just had a new grandbaby. So grandbaby okay. number five. She's a month old. Um, that's exciting. What's I have her name? Gianna. Gianna. Call her Do little G. Gia. Little G. <laughs> or Gia. Yeah, they call that's her so cute. Yeah. Um, and I sell real estate, mainly new construction, um, and run a deer farm. Help, well, co-run a deer farm. So. Yeah. And Which we just, is super impressive. Yeah. It's hard you, work. The, oh, We've had I a lot of people ask imagine. about it. Yeah? Yeah. For the questions. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because it, I think that's difficult. I mean, it's difficult work. It's... Um, and they're, they're, um, a deer is born, they're a predator, or they're not a predator. They're, they're just always anxious. Yeah, and yeah they're, they're prey. They're prey. Yeah, yeah that's what so I want to say. They always have the flight uh, or fight yes, mentality, yes. which is always flight. Yeah. Deer ain't, unless it's a big bug. I mean, deer ain't We've fighting. had a they're couple, <laughs> yeah, we've had a couple where we have to run them through a shoot, you know, and mm-hmm. do vaccinations and cedars and right. we AI and all that stuff. Right. But come up on Dan, pretty good. Really? I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? They like get up. They come up, oh, their they come up on their hooks, and they're like smack you. Yeah. Are you serious? And they're like razors. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, when so you have to give them the vaccinations, you just we're trying to move them through a small shoot and choke them down, and then they're you know in a small area. Give them a shot. Okay. They can go out, but they they we like they jump and we can trap them and then we can right. work on them. Oh my god! And maybe so, like maybe you're going to answer this at the end, but maybe explain to people what is a deer farm. Yeah. Like so. We raise deer for um, preserves. So we sell big bucks, trophy bucks to hunters that want to go for a weekend and guarantee. I I don't even want to say guarantee because you're not guaranteed because you have to be on 99 acres. Right. And that's a lot. Right. You know, for a deer to move around. So. Oh, my gosh. So, like, I had to tell a story because the guys that were working at our house in Urbana, they Mm -hmm. used to raise deer, too. Okay. Like, I forget their names because Chad asked me. Okay. Because Chad Newsom used to have a deer farm. and I was just talking to Chad about it. Yeah, so I forgot all about (laughs) thinking of what their names were. But anyway, Mm -hmm. so they raised, I mean— Big time mm-hmm. forever. Sold them to Bellers. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Bellers is the guy that had it in over in Peru and yep. ended up his hunting preserve. Mm-hmm. I mean, he ended up going to jail because he wasn't running it the right way. Is what? that fair to say? No, okay. no, no, no. So what did he, he was, went to jail, right? But he was keeping his, he was doing a preserve. Okay. But it was like, you, you know, it was the very beginning of deer farming. Okay. And, it, and he was trying to say they're like, cattle. They're on my property. Okay. I'm raising these deer. Okay. And the states are like, no, you can't do that. So that's kind of that how- That was the thing? Yes. Okay. That's he why he did went not, to jail? Yeah. He didn't really do anything wrong. Why are right. you in jail? Still, obviously, the <laughs> he, state was mad yes, at him. Yes. But, and, but he went reasons. to jail, and I want to say for like three years or yeah. something. Oh my God. But then yes. he set the way for deer farmers. Right. Because so, he has another preserve somewhere in else Ohio. in Ohio right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, so the guys were talking about it. Because it is, I mean, it's Cool and weird at the yeah, same time. It is. Yeah. Because he said um, they used to sell a lot down to Florida for the Miami yeah. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. So the Miami Dolphins would buy. So you buy a buck, okay. essentially, is the way. Yep. You can explain yep. it better, but I'm going off what I think I know. So you buy a buck. So these guys would talk to the hunting preserve people. Mm-hmm. So the hunting preserve people would put the people out there to hunt and not put the deer out for a couple of days. So it kind of felt like, they were hunting, you know, and then they had aisles. And I'm not saying it's like this at every hunting preserve, okay. but some of them, I think, are set up this way. So they had a, like, the guy was yeah. here, and then a gate opening was here, and then you have this, like, where they could run down. And so you would open the gate, mm-hmm. let the deer out, 
the deer would run down, the guy would shoot it. Now, now that's not uh, everyone. But it's that, not everywhere, but I heard of that happening last year, and yeah. we will never sell our deer right, that's my to point. like a preserve like that. I right. mean. Right. Because that it was like you open so the gate, sad. he walks down yeah. and five you, minutes later, boom. You do get preserve owners that are like, oh, we don't care. You know, we're here to make our money as soon as they come off the trailer. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just sad. Oh, but, my gosh. Right. Yeah. So they're enclosed. It's like so Hunger Games Not for all deer. of them, but some of them are high fence. Yeah. Yeah. They're high fence. But, yeah. you're, you know, you're talking 99 acres yeah. for the most part. That's right. a lot. Is it? Okay. That'd be like four times or three times the size of our property. Oh, you know, yeah. So it's in, in one fenced area. Okay. So. so they can run for their yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. No, they can get away. They just, and again, I'm not going, yeah. I'm not dissing on yeah. hunting preserves. I'm yeah. just saying to give people's perspective. And then there is because they do like, and this happens everywhere. So this isn't even with deer. There's elk preserves. Yeah. I mean, they genetically raise trophy mm-hmm. animals to be able to have yeah. people and people will pay yeah. Good money to be able to yeah. shoot a trophy. And we're trying to collect pee. I mean, we, and then we pedigree and, you know. Our, Wait, what? Pee? Like, yeah, so like for hunters. Their urine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, to they go, smell? Yeah. They go into estrus. And when they go into estrus, then that's when the bucks know. Oh. When the bucks are ready to get busy. I think I have a video I'll have to share with you. Really? Oh, my God. Of them having, like, deer pee. sex? <laughs> Yeah, I shouldn't tell. Okay. I shouldn't tell the story on here. Have you never seen? Oh no! Let, no, oh. we just tell the story. You tell <laughs> I'll, I'll be. I'll be short. Okay, so we just moved this great big buck last year, and he woke up. And it usually takes him a minute to wake up because you put him to sleep so you oh, can move him because they're like, so anxious. No, you're that you tranquilize him because yeah. it makes it safe to move them. to move them because yeah. of you. Yes. And the deer probably. Well, they would run off. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, there ain't no deer standing there waiting to put a leash on them. <laughs> so. Okay. Get it. Yeah. Anyways, that deer we had one doe and she was just like ready to go. And she bent down. And for. Bent I, down. Oh, for. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> For like, so you're gonna have to put this out on a so video. I'm for the I imagine. Well, we had people from Amor Construction bringing us stone, and so everybody's getting out of their trucks watching. They were watching. They it? were watching. It. He, <laughs> you know, was going at this. Girl. He mounted her. Not no, he didn't mount her. No, for five, for at least five minutes, he, you know. No, I don't. He no. was being very. <laughs> What? He's over there like, tell me, please. He was being very gentle with her. And then she just bent down. And then, yeah, it was like a romantic thing. I was like, boys, you should take notes. Oh, that is so funny. He, I'll yeah. tell you later. Yes, yeah. please do. I'm still he trying believed, to imagine Listen, this. the, was the like, deer <sighs> understood foreplay. Yes. Oh, right? That's no. not <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to better explain it. I mean, mean, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't think like a deer would like understand that. I didn't think that they would either, but I watched it and I think I I videotaped it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Brenda has deer porn. Oh, so anyway, that is deer farming. So there's a lot that goes into it. It's like getting the right genetics and. Again, a lot of work collecting, you know, deer peas so that hunters can use it and you can sell it. And yeah, it can be a very. Yeah. For the most part, you know, the babies are all named and or all the deer, really. They come right up to me and. Yeah, they do. They're so. How many do you guys have? 56. Wow. Right now. Okay. Wow. And how many bucks do you sell on an average a year? Usually 
I would say 15 to 20, but okay. we just lost 16 yeah. this year. Wow. Yeah. Because of the EHD. EHD, yeah. yeah. The oh, what? It's called EHD. EHD. Is it a it, virus? Yeah, so it's like a Mitch fly bites them, and within 8 to 36 hours, they're oh. dead. So what do you do with the deer when they're like that many? And it's that, contagious too, to a certain extent. To a is human? No? I don't think it's contagious. Okay. They have to be bit by the fly. And it's yeah, almost why like. Why is it such a big deal then on the transportation of the animal? Right? Because with EHD or is it, it, it chronic it's, waste? I can't that's remember chronic one. waste. Okay. Is, yeah. That's the. That's contagious. Tra- yeah. Yes. Like hazmat okay. kind of thing. They well, take them that way. Uh, no, you have to. Burn them. Cut their heads off. And then you have to take their head into the vet. The vet does, um, takes some brain samples. Like a normal vet? Yeah. So I could be sitting there with my dog. And <laughs> Somebody walked out with a deer head. It <laughs> Well, you put them in a bag or okay, something. Good, nobody ever knows. Somebody walks out with a Nobody ever knows what the vet is. Yeah. beside you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no big deal. It's not yeah. like I've listened to a bunch of murder podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so wow. that's tough. So yeah. losing 16. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to hit us next year pretty hard. But Right. And all life. bucks. Yeah. Wow. Oh, why well, is, 16 bucks, two does. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Why is it always? The, I know. Yeah, it's, boy, yeah. Bite the does for crying <laughs> out loud. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Never, never works that way yeah. in business. So can right. you have like elk ear or deer? Yeah. We could have reindeer. We could have elk. Yeah. We could. Yeah. Wait, reindeer is like really? <laughs> reindeer. Yeah. Reindeer. I thought it was a different type of deer and they just made that up. No, it's there's reindeer. There's there's real reindeer. reindeer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like some we should people, get one. Because <laughs> the other day I said, I want to go hunt caribou. Uh-huh. And so Sarah's kids are like getting, like the, the whole like hunting thing is new to them. Yeah. You know, and they're like, we're not eating deer meat until I brought deer meat. Like I, the one I got summer sausage made and they love it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so I'm like, I want to go on a caribou hunt. And they're like, those are reindeer. Like those caribou are reindeer. No. And I'm like, they're not reindeer. There's a real thing that's reindeer. Yeah. Those aren't reindeer. So they caribou didn't know either that there was reindeer? No. They were like, you're not shooting reindeer. I'm like, they're caribou. They're not reindeer. Yes. Well, listen, I need some elk antlers, some elk ear antlers or oh. the antlers from the elk deer. For what? For my dogs. They chew oh. them. They like the, oh. the stuff in the middle. They don't just like out. They like any antler. Oh, so you can give me an antler? I could. You could? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. They Again, so we brought a bunch of shed backs, sheds mm-hmm. back from Wyoming. Uh-huh. And so we put them out by the party barn, you know, yeah. because there's tons of them. And I'm like, I don't know what we're going to do with all these. Well, the dogs found them and ate them all. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. bet they were Yeah, they just sit there and chaw them down and... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, I need some antlers. Those are expensive. <laughs> you can buy them at a pet store. They're expensive. Oh. I so would like to just go hunt you one. You think Brenda's just going to give them to you? <laughs> well, if one falls off, huh? I don't know. Well, maybe you should go out shed hunting. <laughs> well, how do you do that? You go out well, and walk the woods. Yeah, walk the woods and look for where really? their antlers yeah. fell off. They fall. Yeah, they'll fall off in like January, February. Yeah. Good to know. You got to okay. get them before the squirrels get them. Yeah. The squirrels like the them? The squirrels eat yep. the crap out of them. Wow, with their teeth? Yeah. yeah, like they eat that. Wow. They eat them. That's yeah, impressive. I mean they'll be gone within a short amount of yeah. time. Okay, so you got to get out guys. there. So you can go put on your dress up, <laughs> your dress <laughs> yep. up, a snowmobile suit, pink snowmobile suit, and go walk through the woods looking. I would for not a, wear a pink one. Huh? I would not wear a pink. No, one. No, you would wear dress Carhartts, pr- like yes. fancy Carhartts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My Carhartt. Okay, there you go. You can take your shed hunting. <laughs> yes, I can. I, can. I would love to. Another bonding experience, Brenda. Okay. You know, I really want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Okay, I've been thinking about this for a while. All right. So Brenda, talk to us a little bit. So anything else interesting going on in your life now? Um, well, we had the house fire a couple years ago. Yes. So we're rebuilt now. Are you All completely done? rebuilt? Yes. And just a few things here and there. 
finally got my appliances I ordered in 20 and my, my refrigerator and oven quit. Don't buy high end KitchenAid people. Like don't. Cause what? it already quit. Yeah. What? And I, I, I'm kind of wondering for the last two years, what kind of people, like what, what are we going to get car yeah. wise? Yeah. Just all that yeah, stuff. For sure. You know what I mean? So your KitchenAid appliances were bad. Correct. Brand new. Brand new. And KitchenAid's supposed to be a great brand. Yeah. Everybody be on alert. Wow. <laughs> High-end KitchenAid stuff. Look, trying to get my money fritz. back. And yeah, Are you go, oh my back? God. I don't know. I have to give them an opportunity to fix it, but they can't find anybody that will that'll work <gasps> on a sealed unit, they call okay. it. So wow. So you're Stupid. going through all those hoops, like the unnecessary ones, just yeah. to get yeah. your money back from it. Yeah. A brand new, probably was a touchscreen one. Uh no, not the not the refrigerator, but the there was an oven and it's like every time you open the door, it shuts off. Oh my that, gosh. What's the point? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so yeah. So that's good. We've, okay. We're in a house now. And good. It's all so good. you're settled. So, yeah. We're Every, all settled. And, everything's good. Yeah. Good. And the housing market's good. So being a realtor, I would assume is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. It's kind of changed though. You Has know, it? rates are almost 8% now and it's just, it's shifted. Yeah. In the last month, I would say. So, wow. Yeah. So everything's not slowing down a little it's bit. It's slowing down. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So take us back. Tell us a little bit about you growing up. Tell us a little bit about your history. Cause I honestly don't know anything about, you know, do you grow okay. up in Huntington? Yeah. Are you around here? Yes. You know, so tell us a little bit about you from uh, way back. Okay. So we can get to know you a little bit. I, I grew up in Huntington. I was a, um, church bus kid. So I was invited. I was in Girl Scouts, but I was invited by a girl that lived around the corner. So their whole family could, I was like, I wonder why they just didn't pick us up. I know. So there was a bus that picked you up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, was in church young, just me and my sister. Parents didn't like choice. it, didn't want to go. Didn't was go. Nothing that was yeah. interesting to them. Yeah. Okay. So um, what made you want to go? Your, their, your friends? <sighs> You know, I, well, I guess I, if I go way back, my, our family was very dysfunctional, I guess. My, my dad was an, an abusive alcoholic and, um, to your he, mom, yes, she would make us leave, you know, wow. and, yeah. being young. She, yes. <laughs> so this is weird, but, um, She'd have a bag and sleeping bag packed for us at Mako. Do you know where Mako is? No. It used to be General Aluminum. No. Or it's General Aluminum now. It used to be Mako. Hmm. Okay. It's the blue factory over on Salamone. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I know where it's at now. Yeah. yeah. So there's this little thing between the, the buildings that there's a fence there now, but it was just gravel. Mm-hmm. Really nothing. I don't know what it was. But, yeah. So whenever he got mad, you know. That's where you have, guys would go? Yeah. Wow. Which is, I, it, you know, I tried to wrap my head around everything that happened in those younger years. And it's, but. Yeah, yeah. Because then you'd just be like, Hey, we're going to go take a sleeping bag and sleep outside. Yeah. But it was already there, you know, cause she, it was already there. She okay. already had his bags, you know, it was wow. almost like she knew. Um, yeah. So this is off the subject, but maybe you mm-hmm. know about mm-hmm. this now. Why, why do women stay in those relationships? Because it seems like this is a reoccurring yeah. theme, mm-hmm. right? Where women get in abusive relationships, but I would they- say you're kind of almost—I don't want to say addicted to it, but like you're mm-hmm. in fight or flight mode all the time. Okay, and then to go to like a normal relationship, it's—and <clears throat> then I well, and my mom was the, the breadwinner, so she was the one working and making the money. Oh and, wow! 
um, I don't, you know, I don't know why she stayed. Yeah. I can't, I have no idea. And again, no I'm just thinking idea. in general, because I've yes. heard this story before. Like a lot of women yeah. are in abusive relationships and, and, and they don't get out. Yeah. But you feel like you're the most ugly. Yeah. Because they made you feel that way. You're just worthless. Meaning your husband, like you're yes. the abuser makes you're, you yes. feel that way. Yeah. Like you, you can't get so anything else. beat down that you're, you, you, yeah. Wow. You just don't see life for what it, the reality is. And so I guess. did they have, I mean, a group of, cause again, back to one of the things we talk mm-hmm. about all the time is being in a good community, mm-hmm. right? A community of people that can help you and they can. So were there other people in their lives that like your mom was with that knew what was going on? Oh yeah. Like the people, her? she worked at Majestics and the people would know when she came in with black eyes and, mm. you know, could barely walk. Right. What would happen? Right. Our neighbors knew. Some mm-hmm. of our, their family knew, and I, I'm, I know my dad went to jail a few times, but I don't know that it was for that. Okay. Other than drinking and driving and yeah. some things like that, but yeah. 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 So nobody was really helping pick your, no. they might've tried to support emotionally. your mom emotionally, yeah. but they never really like came around yeah. her and helped the situation right. change. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think as a kid, a lot of times too, you don't. You want somebody to talk to, but you don't want somebody to fix it. You okay. don't want you don't want your dad to go away. You don't want your mom. Yeah, to, you know sure. what I mean. Those are your parents, right. and it's you're just kind of in this situation that you have no control over. Right, and it becomes your normal. Right. So. Right, which um, is another dynamic that I think is very interesting, is because it doesn't matter what a child has went mm-hmm. through with their parents or what their parents have done to them, they still want their parents. Yeah. 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 It's the craziest thing ever. Like they could be completely Mm -hmm. abused. They could be starved. It could be all of those things. But at the end of the day, if they had a chance, they would still pick their parents. Yeah. Want to be back with their parents, which Mm -hmm. again, I still say that as that says something about the DNA and the way God made us, you know, that there is something there Mm -hmm. that is a draw. And for a young child, it's like an attachment that, yeah. Regardless of how mean they are, or how they treat you, they they still want to yeah. be with you. Yeah, you know, in those Need ways. You. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of times we didn't have utilities or running water or you know just yeah. the, the 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 we you know it, whatever. Yeah, but, but at the end of the day, it didn't matter because you wanted to keep everything together. So you're yeah. willing to live through it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you um, ended up going to church then because somebody. In invited a, us, but you know, yeah, I just had that. I, I wanted to go like, and you know, I had my whole life planned out. Like I wanted to go to the military or I wanted to, I really wanted to be a nun. Like <laughs> I did, did. When, when I was young, when I was very, like very how? old, probably, I mean, young. How Six, does that like, happen? I know. How did you like, did you because watch a movie? I, no, or, I oh. just what did. What was the movie um, that would have been the, the singing movie? The Flying Nun? Yes. I have no yeah, idea what you're talking nuns. about. She's talking about Whoopi Goldberg. Oh. a deer, oh. a female deer. That one, aren't there nuns in there? No. Oh. That is. Sound of music. Sound of music. Which of. there's no nuns never in. Mind, there's no mind, nuns in that one. Just ignore me. She kind of had a nun out Either way, I was just curious. Like that. that's something you should know, I think I saw the family dynamic and I didn't want it. Oh, I didn't want, yeah, I, I'm not saying I didn't want to keep my family together, but yeah, no. I didn't want that. Yeah. And, and with all this going on, me and my, I don't even know how to like skip from one thing to another, but you You're know, fine. our, um, our neighbor was molesting me and my sister. So that oh, wow. started, oh, I don't know, probably when we were seven or eight and it was both of us. And 
um, so that went on for a while. And, um, so can you, can you talk about that for a second? Not like go in depth and talk about it because one of the things that I think, so here's what was interesting mm -hmm. to me. And I'm not even saying that this is, um, true, mm -hmm. but I, for some reason I hear this story a lot. So when we came to plant life church, mm -hmm. so one of the guys was our church planning coach, John Rails, travels all over the United States, mm -hmm. you know, helping churches get started. So he said to us, like, be careful when you go to Huntington for two reasons. It's the most religiously abused community I've ever been in. So people doing things in the name of God that aren't right. Like they'll mm -hmm. say in the name of God, but then they abuse mm -hmm. people through the name of God. And he says, it's the worst place for sexual sin of any place that I've ever been Oh wow! You know, in the United States. It's like a cloud of sexual sin hangs over. In the United States? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, now that seems dramatic. But it was like when I used to do youth, like just as an example, we yeah. did youth and we have kids. And you would think it's like, oh, you know, I'm getting bullied or like. It was, we had girls in our youth group that were saying, well, the problem is, is that on Friday nights, my dad has his friends over and we have to go to the basement and he lets them sleep with us. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, how does, how does that, how is that okay? Or how does that seem normal? Or how does that, how do you get to that place where, yeah. you know, those, those things are happening and how is it again, and thinking of, for young girls, you mm -hmm. know, in situations where molestation happens, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. how do they get a voice or how, I mean, how would you help them, you know, work through what you went through? Cause it's obvious that it had an impact. Right. Yeah. In yeah. A very it still dramatic, has an impact. You yeah. know, there's a lot of things you have to work through. Yeah. Um, We've talked about that too. Yeah. A little bit. On it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even into your new relationships, yeah, yeah you know, that's those what we were are, talking it's, about. Yeah, yeah. The whole it, trust factor, and yeah, the, and yeah. a mental game that you've got to get through, and you know, it's just, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But um, maybe it's not I, it's, something we can talk. It's about, not but. something that's broken in you. I guess that's what I would say. It's something yeah. that's broken in that person, okay. right? Because they make it feel like, or you feel like that, like when yes, you're in it. I would think so. I. Personally, I, yeah, and our, it, on our situation, like we didn't have a phone, so we had to go over there and order pizza or something, or we had to, you know, our parents would send over over there to clean to make three dollars, or you know, and it was just so you were like you had to go over yeah. there, you had no way out, yeah, and I and I almost wondered if he molested my mom because she had lived in the same house, like I don't know that because my mm -hmm. mom died mm -hmm. uh, from cancer mm. um, a long time ago, uh, yeah. It was 13 wow. when she got cancer. And yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's and, so young. Yeah. And then my dad, after she died numerous times, he tried to commit suicide. Told me he was going to commit suicide. Like, he just couldn't take it because he had been so horrible to her. Oh, wow. You know, wow. and um, I— my last straw, I love my, I, I love my parents. So I don't yeah, I right. have no disrespect. Yeah, I forgave right. them a very long time ago. Right. Um, he, he had uh, hung a noose in our garage and I cut him down and I just like, you, you get so exhausted. You can't watch somebody all the time and yeah. make sure they're right. okay. Right. But it, you know, he finally drank himself to death and mm. found him on our couch. And mm. that's a whole 
totally different experience because yeah. I was 15 at that time. And, oh, my gosh. you know, um, and then. So you had lost both your parents yeah, by the age of. 15. 15 wow. years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then it, what happened? Like, did you guys go live with the aunt and uncle? Like. We lived in our house. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Nobody came and like yeah. checked or like, I don't know. The church I had went to, they brought us macadamia nuts once. <laughs> the only thing I can remember. Yeah. No, we were like, um, no. This is your sister older? One year. Okay. Jean, like Jean Snowden helped uh, us. She got her driver's license at 14, which I think Whoa. is insane. Who did? My sister. Really? Because my dad was a habitual traffic offender. Okay. Had his license taken away. Uh, so anytime she had to go to the doctor, it was for certain, okay. it was a certain yeah. kind of driver's license. Yeah, but for sure. 14 year old driving to Indy. Oh my gosh. Wow. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> you think back and yeah. Yeah. There's, weird now, but I, I had, this is one of my things I think about all the time is, is part of our problem though, is, is that we don't have an expectation for young people, mm-hmm. but they really have a capacity that they could do way more than we give them. Oh, absolutely. For. And so now we got 25 year olds acting like 14 yeah. years because yeah. we've yeah. just been like, oh, they can't do and they can't. You yes, know, they and, can. Yeah. And I'm and, like, dude, there were kings mm-hmm. in scripture that were 12 years yeah. old, yeah. And 13 year olds. Yeah. There were people going to battle and fighting yeah. you know, at this age. And we're like. I don't know if I can get my kid to put a dish in a dishwasher. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can get him to do this. And that's oh, just, just too much responsibility yeah. for him. I'm like, they're 10, 11, 12 years old. Judas, give them more responsibility. Yeah. Expect more out of them. Yeah. You know, because they have the capacity to be able to do things that I don't think we give them credit for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, so you guys lost your parents. Mm-hmm. You're essentially raising yourself. Mm-hmm. So in that, you had been going to church. So where does faith play in at all? Like, yeah. has it, is it in any of this journey? Like you went to church, but. I guess it- I never, like, I, I didn't, I quit going to church. Okay. I mean, like. During some that the, time? Well, some of the girls, I they were so mean to me. I Like I would get made fun of for wearing the same clothes or maybe I didn't get a bath for a couple of days. Or, right. But they had no idea. Right. Yeah, for sure. What was going on. You know why? I just yeah. didn't right. get to go home uh, last night. But. Right. Um, almost couldn't take it anymore. You know, it wasn't, church wasn't a good space. Yeah. You know? Wow, so they were doing that at church? Well, at school. But I went to church with them. Okay. Yeah, so it's relationships that carry over into both. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Yeah, no, we're just trying to, no. no, You're fine. Again, trying to figure out how the whole, like, faith journey, because you went as a kid. But I never stopped loving Jesus, like, through all of my life. Yeah, he. Like, you never blamed him or, like, cursed him or, like, during those times? Oh, yeah, I I was mad at him. I still get mad at him. Yeah, I feel like normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I, I think I, I, I have the right to say if I'm mad, God, I'm mad, or, yeah. Yeah. or yeah, you just know, like you what? With the Father. Yeah. Yes. yeah, absolutely. And, but yes, yeah, so in that so, journey. So now you're living at home. Tell us how, like, so yes, you love Jesus, but how has faith progressed? Like, how did it, like, and how did life circumstance either help it or make it go backwards? Because again, we would know that. The love never went away, but were there life circumstances that challenged that yeah. that happened in your life? Yeah, and- I kind of went, you know, I had, uh, I got pregnant early. I was looking for a relationship 
to um, take place in my other relationship, yeah. my parents that yeah. were gone. I'm just, you know, but it was bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship. But I kind of just went on a healing journey for myself. You know, I remember making myself a note a long time ago that just said, if I don't forgive people, what a waste. Mm-hmm. What a waste for my life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I just make sure to never, I don't know my dad's mm-hmm. whole situation. I don't have them to ask, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, I could go on and on and on about stuff, but I, I did find out years later, I went to HU and we were in science class. And um, so my dad couldn't have been my dad. Oh, wow. He was my dad, period, right, like whatever. But right. yeah, we were, um, yeah, I'm AB negative blood. My sister's O negative, not possible Okay, to have the both the same parents. So, right. um, wow. Yeah. And I never knew that until I started. But <laughs> oh I, had to start, I had to start like educating myself because I really was ignorant. And when I say I poisoned my kids and left food on the table. Yeah. You really didn't know. I really didn't know. I was right. cooking steak in the broiler down there making jerky. Yeah. <laughs> that was like <laughs> cuisine. <laughs> yeah. So again, yeah. because I think if, wow. so for somebody who would know, you, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you don't know what? I don't know what anything she just said. The, the broiler, broiler yeah. in an oven. Oh, like you, you turn t- the broiler you on. You turn the broiler on, but oh. it's for the stove. You don't stick it in the fire. <laughs> Oh, yeah. got you. There's a fire thing down there? Why you, so in a gas oven, how else does it get hot? I guess I just don't, never, I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I never thought about it. Yeah, so the idea is she was cooking over an open fire and she was supposed to be putting it in the oven. In the oven. Oh, because it was chicken. up. Yeah. I get you. I okay. get you. Okay, I got so, it. Okay, so I have two things off of that that I think are things to talk about. I think we would be surprised today how many young people, like for you, you didn't have any parents to be able to teach you, Mm -hmm. and so you're just kind of doing the best you can. I think we'd be surprised to say how many young women know nothing either. Yeah. I just— no, I don't. Yeah. I didn't mean it like you know nothing. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, part of what we've been talking about the whole mentorship of mm-hmm. like remembering yeah. that some of it is just we think everybody has basic life skills, mm-hmm. and it's really not. And true. they don't. It's really not true. It, yeah. They don't have basic life skills. They don't understand certain things, and we just take it for granted that these women are just going to grow up to be, you know, great young women and great wives. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Proverbs like, thirty-one. Right. Yeah, like they don't have yeah. it. Right. Like nobody trained them. Nobody. Yeah went through there. So that's part of it is like, how do we, you know, get to the place where we recognize that there's got to be something in place to help mm-hmm. young women that, you know, whether they're through an extreme circumstance like you, or they just grew up with no idea, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, how to be able to do it because that's tough to go into life with no life skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, I'm not saying that's, you'd had no life skills. Right. No, but it's true. I mean, we, yeah. You. Yeah. Cause you we know. were in fight or flight mode for right. so long. And then my mom got sick and then it was just like that, dynamic right change and, and that's like flight or fight in a sense yeah she, yeah and like all she wanted to do was die at home but my dad couldn't take stay sober enough he dropped her a couple times oh, and it's just wow. like you know all these side stories that go with stories but so you had to grow up really quickly yeah and get a job yeah. wow real quick yeah well so let's so again <laughs> i'm gonna say from the outside looking mm-hmm. in so i would say if people are at Life Church today and they would see you or watch you, they'd be like, wow, like she has a deep, mm-hmm. beautiful, worshipful spirit relationship yeah. with God. So like, here's where she is today, right? 
We're talking about a story where you're losing your parents yeah. when you're when you're 15 years old, 16 years old, went through a lot of trauma yeah. in your life at a young age. So what we want to do, you know, part of this podcast is there are other young women in the same spot yeah. Right, yeah. out there today or other young women that are going through trauma, mm -hmm. whatever that trauma looks like in their life. And they, they don't see the other end, mm -hmm. right. Or they don't, it's so far out. They don't understand or think that they can ever get there. What were some milestones for you? Like what were some of those growing factors that helped you get to the place where you are today? Like what was it that helped you move from a very traumatic time in your mm -hmm. life? And not that you didn't have <clears throat> trauma along the way. Yeah. You know, because I think that's the other thing we want to see. What were your roadblocks and what were the things that were like um, accelerators, mm -hmm. like the things that help so that we can help our yeah. audience look and say, like, well, these are going to be roadblocks. Look out for them because they're coming in your life. And or like, these are the things that really helped propel my faith. Yeah. Well, like I said, I had kids young and I, I didn't want to let them down. I know I let them down numerous times, um, but yeah, my daughter was my—I I made her like my friend almost rather mm. than her parent. So but, how old were you when you had— uh, I almost 16. Almost 16. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That, so it was a lot going on in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, but I'm trying—you know, the, I, don't, I, I don't know like roadblocks specific. Don't—I don't—I don't settle for— you're worth so much more than what, and I still struggle with that. Mm -hmm. You know, people can tell you all day long, oh, you know, you got a great job. You got this, you got mm -hmm. that. And you're like, I'm like, you don't live in my head. Like, yeah. right. you know, and I think that's very important to continuously educate yourself. I'm mm -hmm. a big audible book person. Yeah. Amen. Huge. <laughs> Amen. Me because too. I have to be busy. Yeah. And, Me too. Um, and I can listen to a book and not sit and think my own thoughts. Like right. mentally busy? Yes. Yeah. What, no, like. Oh, like actually busy? Yeah. Okay. Like whatever. Because isolation causes weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so even if you're working alone, you're not isolated because you're listen, with somebody. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. You know, Got in you. Your head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like just mowing, mixing feed, mm -hmm. rollerblading. I love to rollerblade. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Any, any of those but, things. Yes. Having something yes, to be able to yes, keep you. So, um, so that would be an accelerator. But, so yeah. that would have been something that in your life you've learned. Yes. Yeah. That when you can't be alone with your thoughts, because I think it's okay to admit that. Like, yeah. I don't know why oh, people yeah. don't, aren't okay to just admit, like, I, it's yeah. not a good thing for me to be alone with my thoughts. So yeah. I'm going to put something else yeah. in, mm -hmm. you know. And, and, um, and I think soul knitting is a, is a real thing too. And I had to go back through. Okay. Talk uh, about yeah, that. Yeah. What's soul knitting? So, um, is it like soul? Um, so, you know, grabs, not grabs. It, what is it? it ties? Is soul it, ties. Kind of like okay. that. Gluing okay. is the like Hebrew mm -hmm. definition mm -hmm. for it. Um, so when you have sexual contact with somebody, a woman is oh, a receiver yes. and a man is a giver. Mm -hmm. So, when those things happen, you're, you're taking part of their soul. I yes. mean, that's the two become one Right. when they, so you have to kind of go back through and release those. Yeah. You don't want to carry. Yeah. 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 I've and, been taught that. And, yeah. And that's with you and God. I mean, you, it's, yeah. You, what'd it's, you say, Jenny? I've been taught that. 
been taught what? Like the soul tie things. Yeah. Because that's okay. what I've been called or it's been called with me. Yeah. Okay. But because even if somebody does something to you. Yeah. Um, still a connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And Which is weird. What part's weird? I don't know. I just think the whole thing is weird about it. Like how Have you, you ever can, dated somebody? What? Who's your, have you had somebody with a, a long relationship, I guess? And yeah. Like and did you off. start like liking stuff they liked that you hated? And then you're like watching. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Car or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I started doing That's drugs. Because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Started liking what they liked. Yeah. And they started doing drugs. And yeah. it's because their soul's intermingling with your soul. Right. And you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even like, just like. One night stands or just like yes, a rape or all something of is all of still that. a soul tie. Yes. Yeah. And and I think for young women to realize they're giving so much more away. Yeah. Than a one night stand yes. or having fun or it's. Like uh, stuff carries. Yes. You're carrying yeah, so talk that to, with Talk you. about that for a second. Because the reality of people getting married today being virgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, is not. slim to none. Yeah. So talk from a <laughs> talk from a woman's perspective because I think there are some men out there that need to understand what your what your one night stand and your insistence upon because and again this is a theory mm-hmm. but for young men you know it's like I I want to have sex mm-hmm, right yeah. and for women at least I think is is that if I want to keep him yeah, around. Yes. I'm going to have to give him what he wants. Yeah, because yes. we're emotionally need, needy. Right. So and, yeah. guys who put women in those positions uh, need slapped upside they do. the head. Yes, they do. Because you're putting him in a vulnerable situation. And just so you understand, if you're a young man out there, you need to hear what she just said. Years worth of work. Years. Years worth of work. Because you can't keep it in your pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because absolutely. you put a woman in a situation where you can't keep it in your pants. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, and as so many young men are out there today, like, well, what's the big deal? She said, yes. Like, you don't get it. Yeah. Like, you get to walk away. Cause right. you, you, you know. Yeah. That's what I mean. You and, don't get yeah. it because what happens with a woman yeah. and what happens to her soul and what happens to yes. her heart mm-hmm. and the things that you yeah. just did yeah. are lasting and forever. So you need to put yourself in positions. If you're listening or watching don't ever put a woman in a position yeah. where you make her make a decision because she's doing it because she wants you and yeah, loves you, you. and yeah. you're doing it just to get in her pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so. and, and, and it's, and it's, yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. No, I know. It's not just your flesh. It's your soul. That's yeah. what I mean. So that's what I want yeah. to hear people. I want people to hear this yeah. because I mean, it's just not mm-hmm. too many guys out there today. Mm-hmm. And again, I still don't understand what has happened that, that so many women are, and again, maybe it's just, I I don't know what the dynamic is, Mm -hmm. but giving in, you know, and just letting it, like, it's just like hookups and one night stands and all that stuff has just become part of the game. You know, it's just part of what people are doing now. And I just like. Have you not been around to see the lasting effects of what this yeah. is going to be someday? And, so. and, my, and my sister works at Safe Place, which is ironic. She worked at Lincoln School for a long time. Mm. She has a psychology degree and was working for 12 bucks an hour. Right. But wow. now she works right. at Safe Place uh, for the government. But I cannot believe—she doesn't share, like, personal stuff, but uh, that's where you can drop your child off or suicide prevention. And yeah. so many of these wow. parents are just so busy, guilty, you know, 
um, they don't know what's going on in their child's life. No, for no sure. idea. Right. And it's, it's sad. Right. They'll, you know, cause she'll call and say, listen, your kid's got it all planned out. And they're like, what are you talking about? You know, it's almost like they're just dismissive, but right. And, and yeah. Wow. yeah. Because of being present yes. has, has become, um, right now in normal family homes, Right. So this isn't like split homes mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. problem homes. It's been accepted to not be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's accepted that you're a parent who is not present in the right. life of your kids. And it's still considered raising them because mm-hmm. there's a difference between raising and training. Yeah. You know, and parents that are training their kids yeah. are present because right. they put a plan together to be present. And I'm not being harping on anybody. I mean, I went through it. I tried to raise yeah. eight of them and Judas, half the time you're just trying to figure out how to get <laughs> to the next game or whatever. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I, again, I'm not saying this from a perspective of having it all right. <laughs> right. But I am saying if we want to change, yeah. we have got to figure out how to change the pace mm-hmm. yeah. in which people are living so that they can be present in the life of other people. Yeah. Not yeah. just your kids, right. yeah. present in your marriage present in your relationships because mm-hmm. right now it's just like, okay, I got this much time for you. Are we okay? Yep. Good. I'm going on got to the next hour. thing. Yeah. So yep. it's really not a being present relationship. Mm-hmm. It's more of a business transaction, transaction yeah. transactional yeah. relationship. Yeah. But anyway, I got off the subject, yeah. but I wanted people to hear what you just said and what you are still mm-hmm. working through. And this is this soul knitting or yeah. soul tying mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. those things are. The, the effects that sexual sin has mm-hmm. in the lives of people is different than other sin. It, it is. just is because yeah. of the yeah. two becoming one mm-hmm. sexual yeah. sin is different. And so we need to know that and we need to understand yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. yeah. And when you were talking about uh, this area, you know, my, my son was in Youth for Christ under Nate Hasty, oh, yeah. and all those boys, all yeah. in the name of Jesus, they oh, would I say, know. all in the name of Jesus. And I've prayed for my son for years. Yeah. Look, yeah, <laughs> he's worshiping with me now. I know. I yeah. saw him and come I'm to just church. Like, I am like, and his wife. Yeah. And amazing. their kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I hope your story is my parents drug me to church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Please let it be that. Yeah. yeah and then I went sure. to HU and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, but oh again, gosh. it is like, how many stories have you heard come out? And I, and I, like I said, I'm not saying John Rails was right, Yeah. but I will say that it has no. been interesting yeah. to me that a lot of things that have happened in Huntington that Life Church has dealt with mm-hmm. has all been sexual sin. Mm-hmm. Very wow. weird. I mean, not just yeah. sleeping around sexual sin, like weird. Yeah. I mean, the number of registered child molesters within a five-mile yeah. radius of this church or mm-hmm. one-mile radius. I mean, mm-hmm. it's astronomical. Yeah. How much? How, how many? It's, well, it's got to be a lot. I would be, yeah. So I mean, at one time, I can't, again, now don't, anybody don't get mad. I don't know that today, okay. but at one time there were within, I don't remember. It might've been five miles. I don't remember, but okay. we did it for Watchdog. Like uh-huh. the idea of like making sure that we're protecting our kids because oh. it was really important. Yeah. So we ran a thing and there was 110 registered child molesters within a. Oh my god. Again, I don't remember that, but it was. A, but it's it because was a, they can only live in certain areas. Right. Right. So they can't live because like of care schools. schools. Yeah. So it's kind of, you would think church would fall under that too, though. And again, this isn't mm-hmm. to condemn or to say right. or to yeah, do. No, All yeah. I'm saying is, is that it's there true. is something yeah. 
there's something in this area. Yeah, I went to go sell this guy's house, and he didn't tell me he was in a hurry, had to do this, had to change the deed without giving too much away. And I'm in the house by myself with him. Like, and I, not that they have to disclose. Yeah. He just molested his his uh, niece. Yeah. As yeah. And oh my gosh. I, yeah. And I'm yeah. You're just, yeah. But anyways. Yeah, but that's sure. the idea of sexual sin. Yeah. You know, and the things. Yeah. That, so again, going through this. So part of the propellant for you being audiobooks, what are some other things that helped you? What has helped you on your journey? Um, and how's the church fit in? Have you got a good relationship uh, with the church, bad relationship with the church? Has the church helped? Has it been on and off? Um, I, I've loved every church. I don't want to, you know, um, I, I grew up. I, w- I went to the Nazarene church as, yeah. as a, um, and again, I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm not yeah, bad mouthing. Yeah. I'm just like no, like people trying whole, to figure out what yeah. role does the church have yeah. in helping people? Cause this is oh. important. Oh, you okay. See what I'm saying like, yeah, it's really important for the church to recognize yeah. their spot yeah. in helping the Brenda's of the world yeah. mm-hmm. walk through a journey because against too many times the church is set up for the people who had no problems. Right. Yeah. I grew up in a Christian home and now yeah. you're, you're now a Christian and everything's good. Yeah. It's not set up for divorced families. Mm-hmm. It's not set up for people who've went through trauma. So what is it that the church needs to know that was helpful, you know, and that the, the things that the church can do to be helpful, you know, for people that have walked that journey. Yeah. Which is ironic that the church wouldn't be built up for that kind for of thing people. because that's what Jesus went. Yeah. Went, no, I know, you know but what you mean? think about this. Like I said this on a previous podcast, like I I'm guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would have said, parents, you need to disciple your children. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that needs to be, you need to be the one to be able to get it done. Right. And and again, thinking, not thinking, but not really thinking about divorced people. Mm-hmm. So then wow. I meet Sarah mm-hmm. and I spend time at her house and I'm like, how would you ever have time to disciple your children? Like, I have no idea how you get anything done. Yeah. You got to work. You got to clean. You got to, you got to do get everything. The, yeah. and, I, and, and again, she's trying to keep yeah. by her own self, yeah. provide, cook, mm-hmm. clean, raise, yeah. laundry. And the church is sitting up there saying, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I, shame yeah. on me. Yeah. Because I am not or have not put things together to help that process. Like the yeah. church is just saying, you should, you should. Yeah. But we don't have systems in place for people that don't have... N- and again, I call it normal life. I don't even know what yeah. else to say it, but they have yeah. a, where a husband and a wife can support each other. And yeah, and and... I guess I don't know what the answer to that is. I know that there are, you know, places for addicts to go and talk and alcoholics mm-hmm. to go and talk and mm-hmm. people who've lost somebody or divorce or whatever. But where do you really go if, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that safe spot is yeah, because then sure. the church is responsible to probably turn them in. No. And that's not, no, I, know. I, I don't, yeah. I don't no, know, I know what that, that looks like. Right. You know, right. Um, Relationship. I yeah. Think. I think being in more yeah. relationships with um, like mentoring people, yeah. just as you said, um, I don't know. I, I'm a big found believer. Like I will always say that love changes everything. It does. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, being cared about changes everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And did you find that Jenny, like even for you, did you find that in the church? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like People, people who loved you. People of the church, yeah. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. When I say the church, I'm yeah. talking about people. But church people can hurt you. And no, they, and, right. and I, I don't know if you've ever read the Beta Satan. Ooh, Beta Satan. You should read that. Okay. It's Did, it's it's about church hurt. I mean, you know, we get all offended and it, yeah, but um, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is, is that Flotech calling? And that's his phone. <laughs> no, I know. It's there out there like a plumbing problem at Sarah's oh. house. And so I used to get those texts. Yeah, they're all trying the time. to figure out how to yeah, get that fixed. Yeah. So <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, but I've watched church people hurt Jenny and I like don't want any part of it anymore. Right. Like I'm done. Right. And and it was the that outreach was really important to me because of my dad's situation. Right. And um, mm. it became very less important to me when I watched how she was treated a few times. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's right. You got to be careful, I think, as church leaders. Um, you can really hurt somebody. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and, and destroy their and crumble them. With God. Crumble them. Right. You yeah. know, as a leader who puts people in positions, or as a leader who just sets in up. General, in I general, I mean, they're you know, and quite honestly, I'm not going to go into detail, but you know, I, I was coming here for a while, mm-hmm. got super offended by one comment, like broke my spirit. I'm like, why am I even going here? Like, right. obviously, no, I don't fit in here. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um, and I just, I, I quit coming for a while and mm-hmm. then I kind of was going other places and listening online and definitely was trying to isolate myself at mm-hmm. that time. And then, right. um, was invited by Sherry back, which I don't even really know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't? No, she's you Dan's didn't? friend. What? I thought <laughs> really? it was you yeah. guys. She's Dan. She's been Dan's friend for years. Oh and my God. I don't know. know. Yeah. Okay. You guys are so close now, though. I know. It's weird. She'd totally flip her shoes off and kick somebody's butt. <laughs> yeah, she would. Yeah, she would. Good old Sherry. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we were at a, a restaurant, and there was a bunch of girls, and this lady comes, and she goes, oh, she looks at me, and she goes, I've heard all about you. Oh, and my I thought, gosh. Me too. Like, <laughs> want to take notes? And Sherry's coming up for air. I'm oh like, my oh, gosh. Lord, this is like, it's okay, Sherry. It's not I would my, love to say be my there. first rodeo. Yeah. Oh, my but gosh, Sherry. You yeah. had made a comment. I know we're getting off subject, but you, I used to have the same dream, same dream when I was a kid. Mm. And I was going down the highway. I pull over to a hotel, and my parents are working there. Wow. Okay? And— and I just check in, and they have no idea who I am. Hmm. And I could never make sense of this dream, but it was like this. It it for years I had this dream, and you made a comment one Sunday, and you you said God let Sherry come back one more time, yeah. and she said I almost forget you. Yeah, and I thought that was such a piece. They had no idea who I'm. Like yes, mm-hmm. yes, because they were coming in your dreams. Yeah, no, because they're in heaven. No matter oh. what they, no matter what they did here, I I believe that you know right. that yeah, right. Yeah, meaning that's the picture oh. of because again, yeah. once they get to heaven, I mean, we have this theory. We, we have this yeah. theory that they're consumed with us like we're consumed with and them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what usually happens. Usually yeah. the people who are left get very consumed with. And so that was part of my mm-hmm. journey in the beginning was, is like I'm consumed with this idea of what have life been like? And this was early on. And then when she came back and essentially is like, yeah, I don't, I'm not thinking about you at all, yeah. essentially. And I that did two things for me. First, it was hurtful. Right. Yes. But yes. then second, it made me aware, then why am I? obsessed with, again, yeah. not that I'm not going to keep her memory alive. Yeah, You're absolutely. not going to talk about things. Yeah. I've got nothing to do with it. But why am I so obsessive over trying to recreate or bring back yeah. or do things when yeah. she didn't want to be there and she's mm-hmm. not obsessed thinking about me? Yeah. Like she's in the place that she was made to yeah. be. Move on. You got a new life. Like you need yeah. to, to move on to those new yeah. places yeah. Yeah, and see those things. And I think there are dogs in heaven. 
Thank you. Because he had <laughs> he had <laughs> us you. read Heaven, Randy Acorn, most boring book. Holy crap. <laughs> But I was like, I got to get through this, got to get through this. But he says in the book, if my, if your earthly father gives you good gifts, what makes you think that your heavenly father? Which so, is for see, sure I keep true. telling my, my grandkids. My daddy dogs. Nope. I, Randy Alcorn again. Or Alcorn, yeah. Yeah, so Randy, yeah, so no, Randy Alcorn's book is hard to, if you read it, I think it would be really hard. If you listen to it, Audible. it's way better because you can go through it multiple times yes. uh-huh. and, go and back. catch the things yeah. that. Because it is yes. very, the most extensive yes. book ever, really? in my opinion, written on what heaven will be like. Yeah. Backed by scripture, not backed by theory. Correct. You yeah. know, so he does say there will be yes. animals. And I'm riding pterodactyl See? all through there heaven. Will be That's animals. why I keep telling my grandkids, don't worry animals. about me. <laughs> yeah. So there are going to be animals in Amazon. heaven. <laughs> yes. We're just not sure if Roman yes. or. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to be but the one. He could yeah. give you the yeah. gift yes. of seeing your dog again someday. <laughs> Which would be so amazing. I'm yeah. going to be with all of them and everybody else's dogs. Yeah. Uh, you'll just see me in the corner yeah. with all the dogs. Okay, Jenny, so we're at the end. So we're at an okay. hour oh already. So Brenda, great, obviously, to, to walk through yeah. that. You're going to have to come back. We always say that to our guests. Yeah. So we don't yeah. get through everything because, yeah. you know, you have a great yeah. story. And so we're yeah. going to finish up. There's there's some questions. Yep. And then uh, we'll finish up. Yeah, you're definitely going to have to come back. Because <laughs> you need to give us some advice. So you you be thinking. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You be thinking. Okay. All right. So the questions that I am about to ask, I send out a text each week and let you know who is going to be on the podcast as a guest. And we would like you guys to ask questions and be involved. And it's fun because then we get to answer more questions oh. that Mike yeah. hasn't thought of and <laughs> that you want to know. So yes. I think it's cool. The more important questions yeah. than what I have. <laughs> more important questions. Yeah. All right. Question number one. Thaddeus. Thaddeus, <laughs> Thaddeus Little. Two questions. Okay. Who chose the picture, LOL? I, <laughs> Why? I didn't see the picture. What's the picture look like? I don't like? know. Because I was, I, yeah, I cropped that picture. I was like, what's well, wrong with that picture? This, this, I don't know. I wanted it to look like me. I don't want a filter that yeah. somebody be like, oh, I thought you were 20. No, no that's, I'm not. that's a good picture. Yeah. <laughs> Sherry oh said I should have used the filtered one. <laughs> well, I she, like that. she likes filters, though. <laughs> Sherry likes filters. Yes. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number two. More importantly, when did she fully believe in the gospel? Love you guys. Like I said, at a very young age, now I've had ups and downs, but I talk to God all the time. Like, which is amazing. All yeah. the time. Especially since your journey. And yeah, yeah. And yeah. And it, and if I, this sounds silly, but if I get stuck, I got to go through the alphabet forward or backwards. And I got to say, God, this is what you are to me. Mm-hmm. And then what's even harder, what what are you to God? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's hard. To, but if you come to a trigger, you know, in your head, you really got to, you got to reel yourself back in. Like mm-hmm. remind yourself of who he is. Change your mind. Yeah. Because if you dwell Change on something yeah. for too long, yes. then it's a feeling and mm-hmm. then it's like, it, then you're just meditating on it. Right. And yeah. yeah. Then it becomes so. you. Yeah, good. All right. Well, that was a that was a thing that we could do when we get like need to help or yes. I don't even know what I'm talking about. No, it's a resource that she, it, I mean, she just yeah. said for people who are getting stuck in her head. She yeah. just has a methodology right. that's used and yeah. All right. Adam Shoemaker. He says, "What do you feel <laughs> like God is currently calling you to do?" Such a good question. Well, and this has been dwelling. I just I just met with Kim uh Patmore 
And we ran into somebody and I'm like, this meeting was not for us. This mm. was a total setup. I know that I need to give my time. I know it um, to, I don't even know how to give my time. I guess that's, but I, that's, I don't even know what to do, but I feel like there are people that just need to even sit down and talk and have coffee. And yeah. cause she wanted me to read this book and I'm like, I don't go through people's <laughs> Facebook crap and yeah. jealous of their stuff. And, right. you know, that's, it was never unfriended. Was that the book that she was talking <sighs> yes. about? Okay. God, yeah. I love Kim. She wants you to read a lot of books. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Are you done? I don't remember the question. <laughs> Maybe so. What do you feel called to right now? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I feel like I need to, and I felt this for a long time. I need to, like you know, you guys have groups here at church. I need to get more involved in things like relationships. Yes, because I could totally be by myself and not talk to people. Yeah, be with people, be in relationships, share your story, share your journey. Yeah, definitely share your story. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Doug Bragg. That's weird to say. Anyways, <laughs> that just sounded weird out of my mouth. But he wants to know, how does one get into deer farming? That's wild and really different. Um, actually, the state was getting ready to shut down somebody Russ Beller knew. Okay. And Dan had to go work on, he, he had done this ESPN thing and he made this big concert. I don't know if you've ever been to Russ's no. farm. No. But um, yeah, there was diesels broke down everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Russ knew that this guy was, that there was dead deer and they were not being fed. They were not being oh watered. They were not being, so it was either, you know, in my heart, I was like, okay, fine. I was, yeah. wore, I was wore down, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it took. <laughs> and so, but you have to be approved by the state. Yes. And yeah. So yeah. We're, we're through, a zoo farm. You yeah. are? Yeah. <laughs> so what other animals can you have? I don't know. Because <laughs> I just thought that's what we're labeled. I saw zebras at this Amish farm the other day. Oh and I my thought, gosh. Yeah. So you have to go through the state. Yes. You have to get permitted yeah. and licensed to be able to do it. And wow. then yeah, it's just a process. Probably of, the same as what you do. Yeah. So, I mean, we have to be IDEM permitted. Oh, you do? So like we're, yeah. we have to be. I do have to ask you about the the little baby Angus. One of the uh, seven. Angus, the baby Angus. We just approached about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so you have to be, yeah. So you get there and then it's like anything. You have to start with an investment. Yeah. To buy animals and start the process. Wow. Okay. Wild. Deer farming. Deer farming. All (laughs) right. Tammy Little. (laughs) This is Tammy Little. Like I didn't know. (laughs) She's so funny. I think she tells me that every time. (laughs) Tell her she needs to be scared of my question. Okay. Are you nervous? Oh, Judas. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) And fun. What's your your favorite Bible verse? (laughs) (laughs) Because that seems to be Tammy's ongoing question. That is Tammy's ongoing question. Okay. Seriously, I don't have a question. Just a statement. (laughs) We have been friends for such a long time, and it blesses me so much to see all of us girls coming together for his kingdom. Love you, Brenda. I love you, Tammy. I told her I'd be really dramatic with it and make you, like, nervous and sweat a little bit with her question. Brenda doesn't get nervous. Look at her. She's over there. (laughs) No big deal. Calm as a cucumber. Calm as a cucumber. (laughs) <laughs> we know what you meant. I just don't have to play all the time, too. Those cool cucumbers. Cool it's are... really hard to read and talk at the same time. It's okay. Cucumber, cucumber. Cucumber. It should be a together. new word. Nobody mad. Cool Nobody cucumber. cares. I actually like that. Yeah. Good. All right. Robert Glover wants to know what is it like raising deer? Also, just as an FYI. Oh, wait. This is not 
something I was supposed to read. Dang it. He wants to know what it's like raising deer. But I feel like we kind yeah, of she went that. over that. A lot of hard yeah, work. It's and, hard. It's yeah. hard. I bet. A labor of love. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel like raising any animals is hard. Raising animals that you have to have babies. Yes. Babies yeah. are difficult to yeah. take care of. That's like, you know, baby cows. Yeah. We get a Then you get a breach and then you're like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Lay on top of them. And yeah. yeah. Hannah Bagma. Bangma. I always say her name wrong. Right. It's okay. Just what? keep going. Nobody... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you say it? I need to say it right. Bangma. I think, Bangma? I think so. Bangma. Well, why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> but it's fine. Oh, she just said deer farm. I'm calling again. And had a shock face. <laughs> deer farm and shocked face. That was her okay. send in. And I think that's it. Okay. I get confused often, but it's. I think we're good. I yeah, do so, too. Yeah. So again, do. Jenny, give us a number. So this is how people can get involved in yep. it. So 260-408-8383, that is our phone number. And if you text podcast to that number, you'll be hooked up and you will be receiving the messages each week. But you can also not only just wait for that message, but you can text anytime and we'll text back. And you can say anything really, but... We want you to like ask us questions. If you know somebody that wants to be a guest, if you want to be a guest, um, if you have a suggestion for something that we talk about, anything really, yeah, we want you to text us. Yeah, get on the get on the text message. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Do you remember that? Impossible. Nobody does. No, <laughs> it's just me. But so yeah. Brenda, thank you for yeah. joining us. Thanks for sharing your story. And again, yeah. I'm sure that you know we'll have you back and continue to go on with your journey and what God's doing, but Mm -hmm. we're really excited. We'll be praying for you as you're going on to this new space of learning, maybe being with more people, sharing your story and having influence. So thanks for being here. And again, thanks everybody for joining us. Don't forget to share, like, comment, be able to get this message out to other people. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.